Grace Notes. The poet Robert Frost wrote a famous poem entitled The Road Not Taken. In 1961, Frost commented that his intention in the poem was to comment about indecision and people finding meaning in inconsequential decisions. Though this poem is not Christian-based, the last phrase does lend itself to a spiritual parallel. It reads, Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The choice between two roads is the subject of our discussion today. Stay tuned as our host, Barbara Sandbeck, discusses how our choice determines our eternal future. My husband Dale and I were having dinner with a couple who were skeptical about embracing Jesus as their Savior. It didn't appear as if they wanted us to whip out our Bibles just then, so we responded with simple answers and moved on with the conversation. It bothered me, though, so I gathered verses that would answer their question more fully and emailed them. Sorry to say there was little response, but we continued to socialize with them and share our faith. I realized from this experience that it would be beneficial to share these scriptures to help you believe what God says regarding gaining entrance into heaven and be able to answer this question effectively if you're put on the spot. The verse they cited was Matthew seven thirteen through 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And their question was, Why is there a broad road leading to destruction, and a narrow one to heaven? Followed by the comment, This doesn't seem fair. We found that people's skepticism often surfaces in the questions they ask, The main thing to see in these verses is that all people have a choice. Note, it says, many, not all, enter the broad road to destruction, even though the best choice is available. It's natural to reject the narrow way. It runs contrary to human inclination. Romans 3.10b says, there is none who seeks after God. In our day especially, the word narrow is offensive because people are all about tolerance, pluralism, and inclusivism. To imply that there's only one way to God is objectionable, but it has and will always be that way. The implication here is not that people look for a way and never find it. The implication is that it's not natural, so people don't bother to look. The gate to life is narrow because there is only one correct choice. God made it simple. The way through the narrow gate is belief in Jesus. In John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Acts 4, 12 says, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. If you choose to look for Jesus, you will find him. Your decision about Jesus affects your destination. John 1.12 shows that the good or broad road can be taken by many people. It says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad.
depicts himself as a shepherd. A shepherd makes a sheep pen to protect the sheep from predators and destruction. The pen has only one gate. In John 10, 9 through 10, Jesus said, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. It's like putting something together with instructions. The designer crafted the item so each piece would match up and ultimately result in a functioning product. Uh, Sometimes we think we can figure it out ourselves, but we all know how that ends up. The designer has the right and only way to achieve the correct result. While God is the master designer of the way to eternal life, he developed it even before the creation of the world because he knew man would fall from the glory of God and need a savior and mediator. Jesus, God's only son, is the mediator between God and man. His death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sin when we acknowledge him as our one and only way to God. This goes along with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, it's a gift, and a gift must be received individually to be yours. Some people, though, only ever read John 3.16 and conclude that God is love and will not allow anyone to go to hell. We must read the scripture in context. The next three verses describe the choice each person must make— John three seventeen through 19 For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Whoever believes in Him, that's the narrow road, is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness, that's the broad road, instead of light, because their deeds were evil. The broad road represents people's ideas and choices as to how they can get to God and have in their own way. Church affiliation, good works, baptism, position, family heritage, self-suffering, even jihad. Let's look at John 3.36. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. But Romans ten nine through 10 clearly states, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. This is the way we are kept safe from eternal destruction, because we are in Christ. Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. Why not choose the narrow road today and become a child of God? Just pray a prayer like this. Dear God, I know I cannot come to you any other way than through Jesus, your Son. I do believe that he died to pay the penalty for my sin and rose again to save me eternally. I ask Jesus to forgive my sin and be my Savior and Lord. Amen. 
that prayer, we'd like to send you some information to help you in your walk with Jesus. Just write us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or contact us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program, and until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.